What's up, guys, and welcome back to another <laughs> fantastic episode of Haunted Horrors. Yeah. It's been a hot while. <laughs> we did the same intro for my episode today, too. I know. I was just like, it's been a hot minute. I didn't say minute, I said while. Yeah, and that sounded worse. <laughs> okay, listen. <laughs> I'm sensitive. I know. Be fragile. Or be gentle and <laughs> fragile. <laughs> I was saying, yes, I am fragile. Thank you. Oh, okay. Clearly, it's been a hot minute. It's been a hot while. It's, a- <laughs> it's not even hot. It's just been a while. It's been cold. <laughs> oh my god, it's been so cold. Where's fall? <laughs> We're in like pre-winter now. Yeah, it skipped fall. It's- we had fall for like two days, and then it got hot again. To like. 80s and now it's like 40 yeah i don't think it's been above 60 for the last week and a half Mm-mm. <sighs> but we're here to talk some about something more exciting than weather so we'll <laughs> get you heated up <laughs> okay um yeah so we're gonna <laughs> be ta- on. moving on we're gonna be talking about some aliens today aliens, aliens. Um, uh, I'm going to share all of these episodes that we do today with, um, the alien memes. Beautiful. I love that. That's the only way to do it, really. I mean, <laughs> you do have the alien memes I on have hand, them, so. Yeah, I have them banked up. Readily available. Yeah. Big time. Um, also go check out Kelsey's podcast of Idiots and Intellect, where we actually talked about Area 51. Yeah. We're not going to touch much on that here probably just very little yeah we'll do a brief overview but we went pretty deep mm-hmm. in the um new episode area 51 that we put out on my podcast today which is available on spotify google podcasts breaker stitcher radio public <laughs> and hopefully apple podcasts soon because I found a way to distribute it myself. Nice. So hopefully it'll be there soon. But if not, Spotify's, Spotify's, Spotify's my go- favorite. Yeah, it's a good go-to. Yeah. I love Spotify. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. We talked about um, like different theories about Area 51. Kind of really what it is that people know of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this guy, Robert Lazar... Going slightly more in depth about things other than just aliens. Yeah. There's a lot to it. There's a lot of different ideas. So check it out. It was super fun. I had fun. It was cool. But on this one, we're going to go more alien base. Yeah. No pun intended. Because Area 51 51 is an alien base. Yeah, that's funny. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, enough of the jokes, okay? Okay. Um, So there have been a lot of different UFO sightings far back as we can remember. Basically, oh my God, that reminds me of another really good theory I'm going to talk about at the very end that I don't have noted. I'm excited. (laughs) Um, I'm excited because, like, alien theories are, like... So fun for me. I just I love them. Um, okay. But basically, even like back before BC, before Christ, mm-hmm. there was a lot of like alien situations. Yeah. 
Weren't there a bunch of, um, like, alien-related hieroglyphs in Egypt, too? Yes. Yeah. There's a lot going on in Egypt. Actually, we'll listen to a podcast about that and about those. And these ones looked like they were carrying baskets on their heads. And that was all the one guy focused on was, well, that one's just, they're just carrying baskets. That one in the back has a basket, too, but it's a tiny person, so they just have a small basket. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what... Go more towards the actual drawing, not the baskets on their heads. You basket case, (laughs) shut up. (laughs) Um, But yeah, there's even like a bunch of paintings that have sightings in them, Mm -hmm. like unintentional. Yeah. So it's really interesting, like with paintings back then too, like, because obviously you had to be staring at something for a lot of those. Yeah, it's not like... Or in order to, or they had to have, like, seen something in the sky in order to put that, like, weird spaceship thing in there. make stuff up. Yeah. But a lot of people do think a lot of our historic sightings around the world have been placed there by aliens or other life forms. Mm -hmm. Um, Because they just kind of showed up one time. Um, Some, including the Easter Island heads... Yeah, um, I, those are really interesting to me because, like, there are full bodies buried under the ground there, too. Shut up. No, no. there's not. No. There are? Yeah. You're making this up. I mean, that's what I heard. I don't remember exactly that's where crazy. I heard it. I'm pretty sure it was on a Joe be- Rogan podcast. I believe it. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure there are actual bodies attached to the heads. I don't know. Fact check me on that because I'm not sure now I'm questioning. I mean, we're talking about aliens. There's no such thing as fact check right now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But other things involving um, Stonehenge also. Mm -hmm. That just kind of popped out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, A lot of people say that the Egyptian pyramids were also placed there by aliens. I have my own ideas about like all of this stuff that seemed impossible to build at that time. Um, and if anyone's ever heard of Graham Hancock and Randall Har <laughs> what? Randall Harlson. Randall Carlson. Okay. Um I keep mentioning Joe Rogan episodes, but like That's okay. I they're constantly so good. mentioned Sam and Colby episodes, so it's yeah, fine. It's fine, everything's fine. Um there's a bunch of Joe Rogan episodes with Graham Hancock and Randall Carlson. And it's super interesting and like basically People were far more civilized and evolved, but just there were, like, cataclysmic events that, like, wiped out a certain large portion of that civilized population and also, like, the records of that population. So people had to, like, constantly keep re-evolving to get further technologically advanced. That does make sense. Yeah, it's really interesting, and I want to do... Some episodes on that as well. So, absolutely, that sounds super cool. It's super cool. It's like mind blowing when you like first, like start connecting the dots. You're just like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck? How would you even start searching for like information on that? Like, what would you look up? Well, there's this one site, and I never pronounce it right. Just like ninety percent of my other words, <laughs> but it's like, club. Becky Tepe or something like that. 
I don't know how to say it. I can't say it right. That's fine. Every time. But um, I'll send you some stuff. Okay. And then Graham Hancock also has two books out, Magicians of the Gods and Fingerprints of the Gods. Okay. And I have both of those as well. And I like, I skimmed through the first one and just like... It's going to be something that I have to read a handful of times to, like, fully understand everything. Oh, it's one of those books. Yeah, but it's... Oh, it's so interesting. Hmm. Okay, back to Aliens. Yes, back to Aliens. <laughs> um, another one is also, like, Crop Circles. But, mm-hmm. I mean, that's not, like, a landmark, but... Yeah. Those kind of come up a lot, too. Yeah, those are interesting. Like, I've seen crops, like, patterned weird... But that's because a tornado went through. So, like... <laughs> or it was made that way for, like, a maze. Yeah. Like, but lava just Yeah, lava goals. It's so fun. Um, but, like, nothing very... Oh, my God. You can take your kid to Wobbles next year. Oh, my God. I know. He's, he'd be, like, a year old. That would be exciting. I know. <sighs> I'm so excited. Me. <laughs> Um, but we're actually going to touch base on crop circles first, because um, there have been a lot of crop circles that just kind of randomly pop up everywhere. And some claim the first crop circle appeared in Tully, Tully, Australia, in 1966, when a farmer said he was when he he was a flying saucer. He saw <laughs> <laughs> he saw a flying saucer. I can't read, guys. I'm He's stupid. High as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oof, boy. Um, Circling back to that hot minute that's yes. been. <laughs> so, repeat myself. Some claim that the first crop circle appeared in Tully, Australia in 1966 when a farmer said he saw a flying saucer okay. rise from a swampy area and fly away. When he went to investigate, he saw a roughly circular area of... What is my typing? I did not spell check this. An area of something, fervorous, I think that's what I was going for. Okay. And apparently some flattened reeds and grass. All right. So he didn't, like, describe what the pattern was, though? No. Hmm. I mean, interesting. It could have been anything. Honestly, yeah. Could have just been, like, I don't know, a bunch of deer laying down. (laughs) And they kind of rose looking like a UFO out of the mud. Well, no, I mean, not that part, but, you know. Um, Fun fact, they weren't always called um, crop circles. Okay. Um, Because they weren't always crops, right? I mean, I don't know. Maybe? Well, this guy was all like, it's grassy swamp area. That's true. Um, But back then, (laughs) around this time, they referred to these as flying saucer nests. Flying saucer nests. <laughs> you know, I like that way better. I do too. Let's let's bring that back. Yeah. Like well, Petition jeans. to start that again. <laughs> come on. <laughs> was that come on to my comment I made about the jeans? Yeah. Bell bottom jeans. Mm-hmm. Why does no one else like bell bottom jeans but me? They're like I no. They're super cool. And I'm just They're super okay. lame, but They're okay. I just... Girl, bringing back denim on denim, denim. Let's just bring back bell-bottom jeans while we're at it. What about the full-body jean jumpsuits? Overalls. Complete with a jean jacket. So overalls with a jean jacket. 
No, like the full <laughs> jumpsuit. Like I've never seen a full denim jumpsuit. Really? No. I've seen people <laughs> like full length jean pants, but it was connected to a jean like t shirt or long sleeve shirt. And then and then you put a jean jacket over it. Okay, yeah. Clay, you can calm down. It's terrible. <laughs> it's the worst. Oh, that sounds awful. You'll never, like, get a mosquito bite, though. They can't go through all that. <laughs> I still get mosquito bites through my, jeans, through my denim, so I mean... Really? Yes. Yeah, but is it, like, real denim, or is Probably it, not. like... Probably fake the denim. The jeans that they make now. <laughs> jeans that they make now. Ugh. Because I wear stretchy jeans. Same, though. I mean, I'm nine months pregnant, but... <laughs> I just have a big butt, so I can't squat a lot without ripping my jeans. So mm. I need something with that's with stretch. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, enough about my butt and jeans. Let's okay. <laughs> go back to aliens. Aliens. Um, but in July 1996, you of... said butt again. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> In July 1996, one of the world's most complex and spectacular crop circles appeared in England. Across a highway from Stonehenge Monument in the Wiltshire countryside, though. Oh, interesting. Right? Like, it was right nearby, so hmm, who knows? Hmm. Maybe it was. They were... It's just a revisited site. Right? Are they taking care of this place? <laughs> we worked hard on this. <laughs> Why haven't you weed whacked this? <laughs> <laughs> um, it was an astonishing fractal patterns called a Julia set. And while some simple or rough circles might be explained as a result of a strange weather pattern, uh, this one demonstrated great intelligence. Hmm. Yeah, if it's like an intricate, very specific pattern, you can't just be like, ah, oh, the wind did it. Like, uh, like there's so many like intricate patterns and designs in the crop circle. Yeah. You can't, eh, well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what else would cause a pattern like that besides just something like very, (laughs) (laughs) something very intentional. Yeah, let's just, okay. (laughs) I thought, I didn't know if you were done. No, I'm good. Okay, so we'll move on to the first sighting. Actually, you know what, let's take a break first because... They're probably annoyed of our voices so far. So we'll give them yeah, a, I know a small I break. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll come back, talk about some first sightings, and talk about some stories and theories. Yeah. All right. Thanks for sticking with us through that short break. Um, so talking about the first record or documented sighting, um, the first documented sighting of a UFO in America dates back to 1639 when Massachusetts Bay Colony co-founder and governor John Winthrop recorded a secondhand observation of unidentified objects in the sky over Boston. What year is that? 19, uh, 1639. I'm sorry. 1639. 39? I probably said 1936. No, you, I, you said 1639. Oh, okay. But I was like, God damn. Yeah, there's nothing flying in 1639 besides birds. <laughs> like, there was no fucking way that it was anything. Okay, Flags interesting. Flags flew too. Huh? Flags flew too. 
Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, but in his diary entry on March for of March first, sixteen thirty nine, I typed nineteen thirty nine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Um, he wrote that a man named James Everell was rowing a boat up the muddy river at night when he saw a green light in the sky. Winthrop noted that when it stood still, it flamed up and was about three yards top, three yards square. The governor reported when it ran, it was contracted into the figure of a swine. A f- swine? Okay. I literally reread this entire information like five times because it did not make any sense to me. Yeah. I suppose at that time, like, there's limited information, so you don't really know how to, like... Phrase things, describe yeah. Describe certain Yeah, a lot words. of it's quoted anyway from his um, journal entry, so... Um, but over the course of two to three hours, the boatsman said that the mysterious light ran as swift as an arrow darting back and forth between them and the village of Charlestown, um, a distance of approximately two miles, and other people saw the same light afterwards around the same place. Interesting. Okay. Uh, He then wrote that when the strange apparition finally faded away, the three Puritans in the boat were stunned to find themselves one mile upstream as if the light had transported them there because none of them had remembered rowing that mile. Or against, or against the tide, so. Oh, yeah, if they were against the tide. Okay, that's kind of weird. Yeah. I was going to say, like, maybe the light just distracted them and they just, like, That's what I thought. But. But when it, when it mentioned that it was, like, against the tide and everything, I'm like, oh, you would remember that force. I would be more, more concentrated on. The muscle pain than. (laughs) Yeah. Huh. That's weird. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. That was all that was documented about it, but it was interesting. Yeah. Well, it's not like they could whip out their phone and record it, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) Just using their brains. Yeah. Well, who knows how many times that story was told, too, and, like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of, like, stories like that from that kind of time period is like a game of telephone. Right. Like, you don't really know what happened, but also... You have an idea, an inkling, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just revamped it to be more interesting. Yeah. I saw a light. Thought it was an alien. It was just a shooting star. End of story. Oh, this is boring. Let's fix this. This isn't selling books. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Um, Did you want to touch base on Area 51 quick? Touch base. (laughs) Okay. Uh, You can't use the same joke twice. That one was an accident. Okay. Well... So, basically, Area 51 is this super highly classified military base um, with a really controversial history embedded in the secrecy and intense levels of security. So, well, like, how much secrecy, maybe? The United States government didn't come out and say that it even existed until 2013, even though it's been in operation since the 50s. As far as we know. Yeah, as far as we know. So, I'd say that's a pretty big secret, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Area 51 is a base under constant surveillance that's patrolled by armed guards th- that are authorized to use deadly force when necessary. So, like, you know, be careful. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
And the airspace above entering that airspace is super illegal. You can't do it. You have to have direct permission from Area 51's air traffic control. Um, so all of this secrecy and security has made Area 51 a centerpiece for a lot of conspiracy theories, almost all having to do with UFOs and aliens. Um, and this guy, Robert Lazar, came out in May of, what, that was 1989. And he was just like, yeah, I worked there and uh, there's aliens. <laughs> Um, he said that his job was to work on, like, downed extraterrestrial aircraft, and there's a lot of details about mm-hmm. that aircraft specifically that we talked about in the episode published on Of Idiots and Intellects, um, like... To so go check re- that out. Yeah, like, repulsing human skin. It's fine. Everything's fine. Apparently, the aircraft could do that. Um, so definitely check that out. But give me your skin. Give me your skin. <laughs> yeah. Um. So he went on to say that Area Fifty One was trying to work on re-engineering alien technology for future military use, which I guess that's what you do. Yeah. I mean, you don't just want it sitting in the backyard, like eh, alien stuff. Um. And then he made claims about seeing alien cadavers and stuff like that. But that's all in the other episode, so... So go check that out. Yeah. We don't want to go too much into detail, so... Yeah, because there's a lot of details. There is. Because <laughs> so, that was, like, a almost hour-long podcast, so... Yeah, it was, like, 55 minutes or something. It was really good. There was a lot of stuff. Um, but, yeah, so some people believe that aliens are held hostage at Area 51. Um, that... Alien autopsies are done there, and, you know, maybe the government set up the fake moon landing there, too. Who knows? But um, Area 51 is really interesting, and it's all very alien-based, so check that out. <laughs> um, are we doing stories now? Yeah. Ooh. Do you want to do your story? I'll do my story. Um, so there's this guy, Frederick Valentich. It sounds German, but the dude was Australian, so I don't know. Hmm. Um, so this Frederick guy was an Australian pilot who disappeared while on a 125 nautical mile training flight over Bass Strait, which is like this body of water separating Tasmania um, from the Australian mainland. And this disappearance happened on Saturday, October 21st. 1978 almost halloween so spooky season spooky (laughs) um so frederick informed the melbourne air traffic control that he was being accompanied by an aircraft that was about a thousand feet above him um and then he reported that his engine had started running roughly and then the last communication was him saying it's not an aircraft so he's like, okay. Um, and then he's just gone. Was the floor craft? Gone forever. Or Minecraft. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I'll see myself out. <laughs> please do. <laughs> well, a C and air search was undertaken. <laughs> Get it? Because you said see yourself out and I said see like the ocean. 
Okay. <laughs> you see yourself out too. We'll see ourselves out together. A sea and air search was undertaken, um, which encompassed like over a thousand square miles and search efforts were stopped on October 25th with no results. So like there was no debris from the plane, no body, nothing. They couldn't find anything. Hmm. Um, and when asking around, there were other reports of UFO sightings in Australia on that same night. But the Department of Transport was skeptical that a UFO was the cause of Frederick's disappearance. And we're just like, yeah, he, uh, he must have become disoriented and saw his own lights reflected in the water while flying upside down. I was like, what? Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that was stupid. Yeah, like, I don't know what pilot... One doesn't know that he's flying upside down. Like, wouldn't you feel that blood rushing to your head? I would think so. Also, wouldn't you know at which point you, like, maneuvered the aircraft to be upside down? Right. (laughs) So that didn't really make sense. And there have been no answers since. So, aliens. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. I just... Abduction stories. I liked that abduction story just because of the explanation that the officials gave. Just he's like just upside he was down. upside down and got confused with his own lights. I I don't think so. Listen, I'm stupid, <laughs> but I'm not that stupid. I don't think anyone's really that stupid. No. Not at all. Well, we we have worked retail, so <sighs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> this is a safe space. <laughs> So yeah, that's my alien story. Okay. Well, not that I think I can top yours, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, mine is about 23-year-old Antonio Villas-Boas, who in October 15th of 1967 um, was plowing the fields at night because it was too hot during the day to do it. Why is it always in October? Spooky season. Spooky okay. <laughs> season? Because who's going to want to tell a story or let's do a story from, like, uh, like May or April about an abduction? Like, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I guess. Um, but while he was plowing, he claimed he saw a bright red star that continued to grow closer and closer to him. It started to look like an egg-shaped aerial craft as it extended three legs and landed. Okay. He tried to escape on his tractor, but his tractor died during the escape, and then he tried to escape on foot. But while escaping, he was captured by a five-foot humanoid creature who wore gray coveralls and a helmet. Um, okay. They had small blue eyes and made sounds like barks and yelps in place of speaking. Interesting. Every time I hear that, or read would read that, I just would think of like the episode of Family Guy where Peter's Peter's like, I could say the alphabet really fast, and he just goes yelp. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That, it's fine. Um, but if anyone's seen that episode, know what I'm talking about. If, At you, me. if you know, you know. At me next time. <laughs> um. 
In the end, three others appeared and helped drag him to their aircraft, and once in the ship, he was stripped down naked and covered in a gel. Oh, my God. He was taken into another room, and blood was drawn from his chin. From his chin? They don't know where veins are. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) Um... But then he was taken to another room and left alone there for about an hour and a half. And during this time, a gas was let into the room, which made him violently ill. Okay. I don't know what violently ill means, but all I'm thinking of is like when I'm really hungover and dry heaving and can't stop. Yeah. You would know you're pregnant. (laughs) Oh, God. Don't even make me remember that. Um. But shortly after the gas was released, a female humanoid came into the room naked. Oh, and he, they get it on? he found her very attractive with her blue cat-like eyes and red <laughs> armpit and pubic hairs. Fucking what? <laughs> you heard me. This was just some guy's fantasy. Like, he just wrote it out in his diary one day and was like, you know what? Maybe I, uh, maybe I should share this. <laughs> I was, maybe, maybe something was in the gas that made him, like, hallucinate, fucking ready to rock. Oh, that, I mean, whatever. Maybe. <laughs> um, it's just Viagra and gas form. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they did the deed. They got it on. Weird. Okay. Um, the one thing that seemed to stick out to him during the entire time was that she that ne- he was fucking an alien maybe no that she never <laughs> kissed him but nipped, <laughs> but nipped at his chin <laughs> he was just so he was butthurt about this alien bitch not wanting to love him <laughs> like, yeah like we banged but she wouldn't kiss me <laughs> she would just nibble at my chin <laughs> It was already in pain, too, from the giant needle where they drew the blood. Jesus. Um, okay. But once done, the female seemed relieved that the task was over. She's like, oh, God. Um, Me too, though. <laughs> she rubbed her belly, probably meaning that she was now impregnated. You don't know that right away. <laughs> She's an alien. Who knows? Um, <laughs> Bitch, it took us a year and a half to get pregnant. <laughs> There's no way. Just a once and done? No. Um... After that was all done, um, he, I forgot to put this down. I'm really upset because I don't, I'm going to forget the actual phrasing of it, but he, he was actually very frustrated about it because he felt like he, she used me, like she used him and that he was, uh, there was something about, there was a phrasing of something about like a steed. And, like, how his endurance or something was, like, a steed or whatever. So it was really good, but she didn't like that or whatever. She didn't appreciate Yeah, she didn't appreciate him. She didn't appreciate his sex skills. Um, Fucking what? But then afterwards, you know, what what else would you do after you just had sex with an alien? They gave him his clothes back and gave him a tour of the ship. (laughs) I don't believe this guy for one second. None of those happened. And then he tried to steal a clock from... From their ship. <laughs> and they like caught him and were like, no, no, no. That clock stays here. <laughs> we need to tell time. Thanks. He, as like proof of like the ship. Ugh. So I don't know what style the clock was, but apparently it looked like it would be proof enough. 
And then they took uh, him <laughs> back to Earth. It's like, you know what? You steal. You go back. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's my story. None of that happened. <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. You don't. Listen, I believed, I believed up to it until him being frustrated that he got used for sex. <laughs> because I... I'll be- and all upset. Like, she didn't kiss me. Like, I'll... I'll believe, like, yes, they might have kidnapped some uh, human, a male human, to make this baby situation. Like, like a I, be- I believe that, but I what I don't believe is the I don't he really he really so enjoyed it, and yeah. after he ran away and everything, like I don't, and then frustrated that he was so good and that she just didn't care. That's like that would be a typical guy thing to say though. It's just like I was so good, and she just mm, didn't appreciate. I was so good though. I promise. I was so good. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It was like a minute and a half. <laughs> How most guys last, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, that was a great story. It was, yeah. So not to top you, but. <laughs> no, that definitely topped it. <laughs> that was better than just some guy uh, was upside Sit down. down. <laughs> All right. Well. Do you have any theories you want to go- talk about? So I have theories of why aliens wouldn't visit us. Okay. So. A lot of people are like, well, we never really see alien. Like, you'll have all these, like, stories or whatever, but, like, well, it's not documented well enough and whatever, and, yeah, maybe. Maybe they just don't come see us. Um, so, there's a couple things. Humans might just not be interesting enough to aliens. Like, why would a species species <laughs> that is intelligent and skilled enough to create technology that can travel between solar systems be interested in humans who aren't nearly as technologically advanced right so i don't know like to them humans would be like an underdeveloped and underskilled species in comparison and it'd be like humans putting in all this time and effort to travel across the universe just to study, like, ants on another planet. It's kind of like when you're, like, driving through a neighborhood and you're just like, should we stop? And you're just like, nah, keep going, there's nothing here. So maybe we're just not interesting enough for aliens to come and hang out and interact with us. I mean, have you met our president? I wouldn't want to visit here either. <laughs> um, And then... That brings up, like, well, what if aliens come in search of resources, though? Like, well, why would they come here? Um, If they have the technology to travel through the universe, they more than likely have the technology to partake in asteroid mining. Listen, they just really wanted Culver's cheese curds and custard, so I mean... There are some delicacies that uh, you just can't get anywhere else. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um... But, so asteroid mining is, like, the exploitation of raw materials from asteroids, which can provide precious metals like gold, silver, hard rock minerals, and iron group metals. So why would aliens try to collect resources from a planet that's resources are already being used and depleted 
when they have this abundance of unlimited asteroids that they could just pull from. Honestly. So, it's unlikely that they'll come here for resources. We're boring as fuck. (laughs) Um, There's also this thing called the zoo hypothesis, which is like alien life intentionally avoids communication with humans to allow for natural evolution and sociocultural development free of any interplanetary influence. So it's kind of like when you go to the zoo and you like see an animal in its habitat or like I think a better example would be when you go on a safari and see them in their actual natural habitat. And you're the one in the cage. Right. So and like with this theory aliens might choose to like make contact once humans have passed a certain technological threshold or maybe they're going to wait until um, like communication is forced upon them by humans through communication technology or interplanetary, tra- interplanetary travel technology. So kind of like just they're watching and seeing what happens and how we develop and they're just like, yeah, yeah, good enough. It's like we're a reality, <laughs> reality TV show, but we're boring. Yeah, we're, like, keeping up with the Kardashians, but without the sex tapes. Well, maybe some I was, sex tapes. I was going to say, there's some, there's some sex tapes, I'm sure, but... <laughs> but, yeah, we're keeping up with the Kardashians. We're boring. Yeah. So, that's probably why they wouldn't come visit us. But also, there's, like, all of this... All of these sightings. I mean, maybe, like, a couple of them get bored, and they're just like, hmm, let's just see what's popping down here. Road trip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Road trip. Let's just go to Earth, man. It's like, it's fine. But they have people. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) But there's people. No. Uh, I do have one interesting one um, before the comedic one. Um, The JFK assassination Mm -hmm. was all planned out by the CIA to cover up Aliens. Aliens. Okay. Because um, 10 days before his assassination, Kennedy, Kennedy demanded full disclosure from CIA about investigations into UFOs and ordered a, um, ordered agency to share all UFO data with NASA. Oh. Um, That's only 10 days before his assassination? Yep. Interesting. And then it was said that CIA had him assassinated to avoid having to disclose their alleged links to UFOs and aliens. Hmm. And the and like the fact that Lee Harvey Oswald was a US Marine. Oh yeah. You know, like his backstory still proves him kind of crazy. I mean. Yeah. Maybe that was all made up just to cover. Either way, I'm not sure he was the guy that did it. There's a lot of That's a whole other story. Like, That's all another yeah, podcast yeah, too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, that one I found really interesting cuz like I honestly I could see that. Yeah, I can see that happening. So, I mean, for any CIA, Trump also wants that. So, if you could just disclose that per him. That's funny. <laughs> um, but the kind of comedic one that I didn't put down that just reminded that at the very beginning of the podcast I remembered. Mm-hmm. There's one. Mm, this chair. Chairs. There's one podcast. I'm sorry. One theory that says that Jesus is an alien. Or was an alien. What? 
one because of like how we could turn like water into wine and heal people and like all this shit like that mm-hmm. along with he was just kind of put inside a virgin yeah that's that's part of the story is weird i don't really know. um and that god himself was like an exterior of earth basically okay so that could be like another situation like that's just an interesting one that i'm sure there's a lot about i never even thought of that like i guess that would make sense in a way for people to be like yeah that's aliens Mm mm-hmm hmm that's interesting it is i might have to look into that a little more yeah, if you find enough information, we could do a separate podcast on that, too. Yeah. Just... Let us know if you guys want an episode just about that. Because we could probably do that. Or just let us know things in general. Yeah. I get listens, but I don't get feedback, so I don't know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, give us feedback! <laughs> tell us we talk too much when you shut the fuck up or something. like. Yeah, tell us what we're doing wrong, because we know that there's stuff wrong. <laughs> Because this is just a side thing we do. Yeah, this is a side gig. (laughs) (laughs) It's barely even a gig. It's barely even a side. (laughs) Oh, I know. (laughs) Just the thing. The thing we do. Yeah, why do we do this again? Breathing crickets. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, because I like spooky things, so I like learning about them. And talking about them. Well, you guys need to tell us what spooky things that you want to hear about. So then we can, you know, fulfill your needs. Like, shoot me information. Tweet me at haunted underscore horrors. Or email me anything um, at hauntedhorrorspodcast at gmail.com. Because honestly, one thing I really want to do also, if I can get enough interaction from listeners, is... I would love to have people like email me stories and or stories. S- stories from like personal experiences of like Ooh. paranormal things and like tell your stories. Yeah. Do like listener mail. Yeah, basically. Yeah, that'd be fun. You could do giveaways too. I could. I don't know what you'd give away, but you, you know, you, you know could. the one merch thing that <laughs> the one merch thing idea that we came up with. Yeah. The shirts. Yeah. One thing I really want to do for a merch idea would be, like, take the words Dybbuk and Derek. And, like, <laughs> one one way you read it Dybbuk, the other way you read it Derek. Oh, that'd be fun. I thought about that. It's it's, it's really hard to figure Dybbuk, out. Like Derek, but not at all. I'm not... I hope you guys know what this reference is. If you've been listening to these episodes, you know that... We reference it fun. in almost every episode since yeah. our Dybbuk episode Dybbuk box episode yeah this <laughs> is so funny <laughs> yeah but yeah so at me <laughs> at me next time send me your thoughts hopes wishes dreams favorite colors i don't know please he's dying for social interaction <laughs> i need friends <laughs> i just have this one and my roommate <laughs> yeah one has a boyfriend, one's pregnant. I mean, she has a boyfriend too, but... <laughs> I have a fiancé now. Oh, yeah, you have, I keep forgetting that. Me too. 
Wow, you're old. I know. Says the one older than you. Yeah, you're like two years older than me. Three years older than me. 20 years older than me. I'm not 20 years old. I mean, maybe mentally. Three years older than me. <laughs> mentally. Yeah. But yeah, let us know future things you want us to do. Otherwise, we will catch you next time. Hopefully, it won't be another like three months, but... Yeah, it's been a hot while. I mean, I'm sure next time you'll probably hear a baby crying in the background. But... Yeah, Ren's going to be in the background, for sure. What What's his name? Oh, Ren. Ren? Yeah. Okay. Ren. Cute. Um, Is that short for something? No. Yeah. <laughs> Reginald? No. Okay. <laughs> we were going to name him Warren, but then I didn't like it that much. Really? So it's just Like Warren. Name. Yeah. It made me think too much of, like... The ex-boyfriend in Legally Blonde, and I couldn't do it. <laughs> Good, because that's what it made me jerk. think of, too. <laughs> yeah. So. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely tweet him. You have Instagram? I do not have Instagram for it, but I mean, I have my own personal Instagram, but I'm not going to just give that out because... Yeah, so forget the Instagram thing. Because <laughs> um, so. that's more information about me that they need to know. True. Because uh, it's my first and last name. <laughs> so True. <laughs> Which, I mean, I don't know if I've said my last name in this before, but if I have, go find it. And then if you find my Instagram, tell me it that you... It can be like a scavenger hunt. Yeah, it's like, like a scavenger luck. hunt. Tell me <laughs> if you found that from the podcast and we'll chat. <laughs> yeah. Hit him up. Um, have some fans. I don't have that. I don't have fans. I just have listeners. Fans. I have a ceiling Points fan. Points to ceiling fan. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, tweet him. Tweet me. What's your handle? Um... <laughs> I think it's been a while at of idiots and intellects i think it's just that okay um i have instagram there's a youtube channel the youtube channel doesn't really um go with the podcast yet but we'll get there <laughs> if you want me to start a youtube thing and make a fool of myself on camera doing spooky things and hearing spooky things especially in the month of october spooky it's season october. Let me know, because I know my friends who listen to this like to watch me make a fool of myself, so. Yeah. <laughs> Same, though. It's not hard for you. It's not. I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm funny. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll catch you next time. Bye. Okay, bye.